Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Everywhere Present Podcast. I'm Grant. And I'm Nicole. Happy New Year, everyone. Today, as promised on a previous episode, we're going to be talking about the tradition of the Vasilopita. Yeah, so Vasilopita, if you've never encountered this, is a cake that we bake around uh, New Year's every year. It's more a Greek tradition, but I know a lot of Orthodox have incorporated this due to the connection with St. Basil. So you can see this in other denominations too. You may also, uh, traditionally this is done on the first day of the year, January 1st, which is St. Basil's feast day. But if your church doesn't have service that day, or if it's not a Sunday, usually it gets moved. So you may be familiar with Vasilopita Sunday, which is usually later, like the following Sunday after the new year. So, but traditionally you would do this on January 1st. And so if you're thinking about doing this, this is a good opportunity to live liturgically in your home, right? You get to bake a cake, get the kids involved. There's prayers that are said when you cut it, you cut out pieces for the saints. And so it's a, it's a fun little way to live liturgically. And then they'll also see that at church when you do that. And so this tradition really came about from St. Basil. That's why we do it on his feast day, which happens to be on New Year. And the story goes, there's many versions of the story, but the one I'm familiar with is uh, the emperor Julian the Apostate is riding through town on his way to battle. And he demands, he's in Caesarea, and he demands food from the people. So Basil gathers up as much food as they can, but they're on the brink of a famine. So it's it's not little, but it's like all the bread they have left. They give to the emperor and the army as they're on their way out. And so the emperor is insulted by this small offering and basically says, I've got a battle to go do, but on my way back, I'm going to come down and I'm going to destroy and burn your town for this insulting offering you've made. So the people are a little worried about that. And so they go to Basil and St. Basil says, okay, well, we'll make an offering to the emperor to kind of like assuage his his anger on the way back. So bring me all your valuable items that you have. Anything that you can bring that's of value, bring it to me and we'll offer it for, for the safety of the town. And so the people do. And they bring him all the valuable items, the jewels, the gold, the silver, everything that they have. They bring it to him. And it turns out in this battle, Julian gets killed. And so he is no longer a threat, no longer a problem. And so now St. Basil's left with this issue somewhat of who do all these things belong to, right? I have all these items. And so he doesn't know how to get them back to everybody in the town and who belongs to what and making sure everybody gets the right items. And so he prays and then God enlightens him to bake a cake and he throws all the items into the batter and he makes a bunch of cakes and then has them blessed and distributed to all the people. And then miraculously each person who gets a loaf finds in their loaf, their valuable item, right? So all the valuable items are miraculously returned to all the people they originally belong to. And they celebrate this great miracle and it becomes a tradition. So in order for us to honor that tradition, we bake the Vasilopita and we place inside of it a coin. And this year was kind of cool for us. We ordered our coin from Orthodox Marketplace. There's a variety of places you can get these coins, but ours particular has St. Basil on one side 
And then on the other side has like a little blessing for the new year. It's a gold little coin. You wrap it in aluminum foil and you put it in the batter before you bake the cake. Yeah. And so whoever finds that coin is said to receive a blessing from St. Basil for the rest of the year. And so it's kind of fun, especially for the kids. Who's going to get the coin? Where's the coin? And seeing uh, seeing what happens with that. And so if you've done this in church, you know, usually they have all the ministries come up. And so you'll, it's kind of fun to see, okay, who's going to get it this year? And then, you know, see what happens, watch them the rest of the year and see, (laughs) see, see if their uh, ministry gets a bunch of money or something. But yeah, so we, we did our Vasilopita this year and we'll post a picture of it too, but you can do different designs and stuff. I've seen people do just put 2024 on it. People do like powdered sugar designs and those sorts of things. So this year we did a B on ours and put a little 2024 and raisins on it. And so the reason we did a B is because we've been kind of taking on that saying of be the B this year for our family. And there's an interesting... I've been reading a book. This is from uh, When Church Stops Working, which not really required reading for anything, but I have this book and it talks about mission statements, vision statements, those sorts of things. So the book's not really about that, but they have this thing that they challenge churches to come up with or families or people, you know, individuals, and it's called a watchword, which is kind of like, it sounds like a slogan or it sounds like a like a brand or something like that. But it's really more than that. It's a narrative and how they, I'm not going to do this justice, but to kind of give you guys a sense of what we're talking about here and why we took this on, I'll read a little paragraph from here. This is talking about what the watchword is. It's a shorthand story of beauty and encounter. It's shorthand for your shared experience with the living God. You don't pass through a watchword. You take it on like a pair of glasses moving in and through the world with a new lens. You use the watchword's narrative to shape narrative shape as a way of making sense of the world and your own life in it. So it's more of like they use that term analogy of glasses. So this is not just like a fun saying we say like our church, like our, our why at our church is to glorify God and experience his unconditional love. That's our why, but that's kind of like a rah-rah slogan. This is more like when we say our watchword is be the bee for us as a family, it's we're putting on the lens of what be the bee means. And so the be the bee saying comes from St. Paisios, but also tacit connection here. He, he probably heard this from reading St. Basil because he also talks about being a bee with secular literature and those things in one of his homilies. But St. Paisio says that people are like bees or they're like flies. If you ask a fly, where are the good things around here? Where are the sweet things around here? It'll say, I don't know. But there's like this really nice pile of rubbish over here. I can tell you all about it. And he can list off all the things about that pile of rubbish. Similarly with the bee, if you ask the bee, you know, where's the garbage around here? The bee will say, well, I have no idea, but there's all these beautiful flowers over here. And he can list off all the different flowers and everything that are in the field. And so 
what we mean when we say to be the bee is to see the beautiful things, to see God's creation, to see, to see Christ in the people around us, right? To see those good things in these situations as we encounter people, as we encounter our children, as we encounter our spouses, to be the bee and see the good and try and look past the surface things of like when we're arguing or having a disagreement or if someone makes a off color comment or something like that, just trying to be the bee and and see the good that there is with that person or that thing or that situation. We've been using it roughly, you know, since around October, our oldest and I picked out a little stained glass honeycomb with a little bee on it. And we kind of started talking about that story and, we just sort of adapted it and then, you know, Grant read this and it really solidified it for for us, for our, like our focus for 2024 as a family is to really take on this, you know, family watchword. And it's just been a little token that we're able to kind of gently remind, especially our oldest or youngest doesn't quite understand yet. But and then also for us to, you know, find those blessings, those hidden blessings that we've talked about multiple times and, you know, the silver linings, you know, all the cliche terms. But it's really true that when you're focused on gratitude and Thanksgiving and finding those good things, it's really hard to be negative. So it's been really good so far for us. And we're excited to have this intentional focus for our family for this coming year. Right. So we'll be part of being the bee is looking for that proverbial coin in the Vasilopita as you go through, you know, trying to, trying to find that blessing. And so we hope this episode has been helpful for you all who maybe haven't heard of the Vasilopita tradition before. And just to give you some insights, maybe of some ways we, we have done this uniquely for our family this year. Well, and there are resources you can get. I'm sure there's multiple recipes online, but also the resource that we use a lot as well as Aesthetic Life of Motherhood. She has a recipe that she posts on there for Vasilopita. And then she also has a link, I think, to the coin where she's purchased them on an Etsy website. And like I said, ours was purchased on Orthodox Marketplace. And then she has kind of like a history of this, the story and some of the other traditions that they do. And something, too, that she mentioned in one of her posts and that I think we're going to do this year, too, as well, is set an extra place setting at the table when we eat for our New Year's Day meal and then cutting the cake. And that's because... Reminding us to, to welcome people in our home, to give alms, to take care of the poor, the needy the people who don't have a spot at a table with a family, right? Which is is a great message from St. Basil, always. Yeah, yeah, he's big on almsgiving. I think it's kind of a full circle moment doing that. Yeah, and of course, too, this is the New Year's tradition, but, you know, we're releasing this on New Year's Day. If you're just hearing about this or you want to do this, there's no reason why. I mean, I think almost every Orthodox church I know of that does the Vasilopita does it on a Sunday that that's not New Year's. So feel free, you know, the kids, a lot of the kids are still out of school and stuff. I mean, just bake a Vasilopita. It's a simple recipe. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take much if you're not a, you know, if you're not a big, big into baking, you know, bake it and you can, you don't have to have the special coin. You can wrap, you can wrap up a different coin. You can, you know, pull out a quarter or something, wrap it in some foil and throw it in there. 
it's it's more the the symbol than than anything else so don't feel like because you know it's new year's day today that you can't still participate in this tradition you know still still try and do it if you can or you find the time and just enjoy that time with your family yeah actually in that magazine for to us a child is born that we've previously referenced there's an article about vasilopita and it specifically says that it is baked and offered multiple times or a variety of times throughout the entire month of january so feel free to you know like grant said if you want to try baking it you know don't have a coin or don't want to put a coin in this year fine or you know like grant said wrap a quarter in foil great too just you know it's a fun tradition that we've kind of maintained through the 12 days of christmas for the last couple of years yeah which a few more days left of the 12 days of christmas so hope you all are enjoying those and yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We'll put links to all the information that we have in the description as well as the website. And you guys can check those out there. So as always, we would ask and pray that the blessing of the Lord would be with each and every one of you.